Welcome. This is Jazz Just the Way We Like It. Jazz Just the Way We Like It is my weekly podcast recorded live at Brick Arts in downtown Brooklyn, the People's Republic of Brooklyn. Free Speech Radio. We play those classic jazz songs of the 1950s, the 1960s, and the 1970s. Those songs I grew up on, listened to as a young man, and here I am playing them for your enjoyment. And also to introduce another younger generation to that fabulous creative art form known as jazz. I'm in the studio with my good friend, Lawrence Williams. Hey, Larry, how's it going, brother? All right, what's up, man? Same old, same old, same old, but another week. <laughs> yes, indeedy. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, uh, Mr. Mike Bloomberg is talking about throwing his hat in the uh, primary, Democratic primary. Yeah, so... I don't know. I don't know what th- that's going to do. Um, and he's capable of taking the whole thing. I mean, with the money that he has and the backing that he has, um, he's capable of doing it. I don't know how he matches up against Donald, though. Um, I don't think that they have great love for each other. No. And no. Uh, uh, that may come into play, but... Um, I have some issues with two billionaires running against each other to be president. I don't know about you, man, but that don't sit right with me. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> the thing about Michael Bloomberg that uh, doesn't sit right with me is the fact that he ran for a third term in New York City. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, that was not supposed to happen. Uh, and it only happened because of the money that he had. And... Uh, I thought the two years prior to that third um, administration, he did an excellent job as a mayor in New York City. But when he did, when he bought the next election, I felt like, you know, that that took a lot away, took a lot away from him yeah. for, for me. So um, I'm not the, you know, I the fact that they're billionaires doesn't mean anything. I mean, can they? Can they? How do they? How do they manage? You know, how do, how do they manage things? You look at Donald. Donald's been in so many um, lawsuits. That means he doesn't really care. You know, like he's not very. I mean, like he just does things, <laughs> and that's that. You know, and I don't. I don't think Bloomberg has the same problem. Well, he has hasn't been in uh, many lawsuits, but uh, you know, if he enters, he won't enter for February. The Iowa. Uh, primary because the Iowa and New Hampshire is only like 3% of the delegates. He'll enter in March in which 62% of the delegates will be picked. I have some problems with with Bloomberg for a number of reasons, but probably the biggest one is that he looks at things too analytical for me, and I'll give you an example of what I mean. He took the stop-and-frisk policy, and just look at it in terms of equated it in terms of does it decrease crime? You know, this kind of data analysis. And, yeah, the data shows that it decreases crime. But it also has a, an additional effect on these young kids constantly being stopped and frisked. So 
you know, I have some problems with him entering the race, but we'll see. Mm. Oh, I, I thought that was Giuliani's uh, thing. No, no, no stop and frisk. Was stop, stop and frisk was, frisk was his. Yeah, that was his. Oh wow, yeah. So that I, I really have a big problem with that because it was. Um, I don't know if the end justifies the means. That's my point. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if that that uh, because of the the effect of if one innocent person is uh, has to go away because of this policy. Then it's not worth it to me, yeah. I, I, because of the the the, uh, the tragic and traumatic effect that it has. You know, somebody being in jail for a day. I guess. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. That was uh, 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 we did see a, a drop in crime, but we also saw an increase in uh, hatred, an increase in problems with police, uh, a disconnect between police and community. You know, it just destroyed this idea of community policing. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. made, you know, young people on one side and police on the other, especially in minority communities. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't always like that. You remember when we grew up, man, you know, of course the cops was over there, but there was there was cops that was, like, stationed for the project that we grew up. Remember, what is it, Smitty? Yeah, Smitty was one. Yeah. Uh, uh, Hacksaw was outside, but he wasn't in in the project. Yeah, and then the um, the brothers that came, the Payne brothers that yeah, came. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, that came in. Everybody and knew them. The, everybody knew them. That would they yeah. were known all over the city, and yeah. they were known not to take any crap oh, from no. anybody. No, they were some tough dudes. Yeah, they were some tough dudes. I got I got in trouble one time because of that. I was just standing there. Yeah, right. And I got. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I got taken in. I got taken into the uh, to the to the not to the precinct to the office. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They put it. They had like a detention. Yeah, thing I to, remember. They yeah, had that. yeah, yeah. And I got oh my mom and dad. I got you know I got it. I got it taken. But the the thing about it, that's what made me so angry at police yeah. was that I was stand me and my I forget who me I think me and Ron, we were just playing handball. Did Ron run and leave you? No, no, nobody. You, you didn't run away from those guys. Those, yeah, I know. You, yeah, you I didn't know. run from them. Uh, you just did what they told you to yeah. do. But that's the thing with stop and frisk. Yeah. That same kind of feeling that you had. Yeah. I, I know the feeling. That's yeah. why I know exactly yeah. what what happened to me after that day. You know, I, you know, I, it took a while for me to get to the point where I, I have a different yeah. um, feel for a police officer that I see in the street. Um you know, for a while there, you know, it was it was pure hate. Yeah, you know? I understand. It was just pure hate because I was I didn't do anything, and yeah. I, I and I was picked up. Um, so fortunately, it wasn't like something I went to. Uh, I didn't spend a night in jail or anything, but you know, they called yeah. my mom, and that that was that. I hear you, man. I hear you. Could have got a JD pass. I think that's what a JD. Oh slipped. yeah, that yeah. was old. Thing. Juvenile yeah. delinquents for yeah. those people yeah. born yeah. after this. In the, after the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let's, yeah, man. That's, well, let's see what happens with Bloomberg. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm cu- I, I mean, I'm very curious as to yeah. how the Democratic Party is going to receive him because he's he was an independent, um, leanings towards the Republican Party at one yeah. point. So how does the Democratic Party receive him? And I, I have problems where, where, you know, I'm not sure why he's getting in it. 
He's probably getting in it just to kick Donald's butt. I yeah, think. but you know, that's is he saying the others can't beat him? Well, the the, 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 the polls, some of the polls don't support that. Some okay. polls show that you know, a few of them can beat him. Uh, it all has to do with voters' turnout. Right, right, right. Now I don't think he's going to be able to bring out more voters than since some of the current candidates. Uh, he because he'll have a hard time getting the black support across the board. He had difficulties in the city when he was mayor. Okay, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, we will. We will see. All right, folks. We always start this podcast out with a song that has to do with social justice, social issues, and this is an old piece by the uh, wonderful folk singer Odetta, and she's singing a Bob Dylan song. And it's called With God on Our Side. My name, it means nothing. Six million 
ones they fried The Germans now That's Odetta singing a Bob Dylan song, uh, God on Our Side. Man, that's a pretty powerful anti-war piece. You ever heard that one before, Larry? No, I don't, I, don't, I don't remember hearing that, but that is really saying a lot, man. That is really saying a lot. You know, yeah. uh, talks about the Native Americans, and back then we used to call Native Americans Indians, and, and it talks about what happened in the... Holocaust, yeah, and the fact that you know you on the winning side, God is on your side, yeah, and, oh, you yeah. know, and that's that's the determining factor, yeah, you know, yeah. waging war in the name of God, yep, yeah, and it has such relevancy with all these religious wars going on. Oh my goodness, and conflict gracious. in the names of gods, wow, wow. All right, man. Let's you would think that man by now would have learned that this is not the way to move. We have not really advanced that much. No, we no. have controlled some stuff, but we have not evolved to a greater understanding, man. Still, greed is still here. Yep. Uh, war is still here, man. You know, uh, hey. Uh, on another note, Larry, thank you for attending my brother's funeral, man. My oh. Yeah. Not funeral, memorial service. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it was a beautiful service, man. Um, and the repast was even even. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm so thankful. You know, I'm I'm really thankful to the family. Um, yeah. I know this is a tough time for you and your family, uh, but you you guys seem to be handling it really well. I, I, yeah. I, I was hope hope that you know when I when I went through it with my brothers and sisters, I don't know if I quite handled it as well as you did, but. Uh, 
Um, yeah, well, my brother was older, man. So yeah. Was, you know, and I, I'm beginning to see Anselm dying. <coughs> Excuse me, so much differently. <coughs> but I'll tell you, man, you know, my brother Alan is a funeral director. Yeah. <coughs> That's his business. But, man, but that business is something. Yeah. If we were to do a, a, a ordinary funeral, yeah. minimum $8,000. Oh, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I buried um, my brother and my sister, <coughs> and it was like $10,000, uh, a little bit above 10000 for each one of them. The memorial service since I had my since my brother was cremated uh, ran us twenty five hundred. Wow! Because all we did is rent the place. Oh! And the cremation ceremony yeah. is, is uh, that's something that's that done. The cost of cremating is not that expensive. Right, right. So uh, hey, you can't beat it. Right, right. I know which way I'm going. I hear you. I hear you. And yeah. that's something to think about for me. I got to talk to my uh, oldest daughter about that. Yeah, and then you know. To have a memorial service is more like celebrating a person's life than mourning over something you can't change. Right, right. The way that you guys did it and having Teddy there, that really made a, yeah. uh, a big difference in terms of the connection between him, yeah. him and Melvin. Yeah, that, I, you know. That was a great idea. I don't know. I mean, you guys came up with a great idea. Yeah. And I'm, great, I'm quite sure Teddy really, uh, really wanted to do that. Oh, yeah. They, they knew each other from yeah. elementary school. Yeah. Well, anyway, life goes on, and so did jazz. Uh, we're going to step back in time, man, and play an oldie but goodie, man, Mr. Jimmy Smith on the Midnight Special. Uh, sit back and groove with this, folks. <laughs> Thank you. 
Jimmy Smith, Midnight Special, recorded in 1960 with Jimmy Smith on organ, Stanley Tarantino on tenor sax, Kenny Burrell on guitar, and Donald Bailey on drums. Man, there's something about when that jazz and that blues combine, Larry, it hits you deep in your DNA, man. Yeah, yeah. Feel it deep. Yes, indeedy. Oh, man. Yes, indeedy. Wow. That's for sure. Jimmy was something else. Him and... uh, uh, McGriff's as well. Yeah. Two organists and, yeah, and the jazz. Man. But whenever they play, you just like, you just like, it's a groove, man. Yeah. Like uh, that, oh. the old word groove, because you yeah. just feel like you, you're yeah. like in, in it, man. You're just like in, in the music. You just, there. It, it, it takes me down, back down south, and I've never been down <laughs> south. <laughs> it just takes me back, you know, to these roots that we have. Yeah, you know, yeah. In, the, in America, man, deep roots, man, in our survival. Yep. Yeah, man. That's for sure. Yeah. Here's a guy I love, man, Dexter Gordon, man. Dexter Gordon, he's playing this Ray Charles piece, man, that's really nice, Georgia on my mind. Like nice and mellow, folks. And Dexter's a powerful, he was a powerful sax player. Sit back and enjoy Dexter Gordon, Georgia on my mind. Thank you. 
was really really playing a sweet sex with that one and and uh, you know the backup with the piano and the drum and the bass it was just a beautiful rendition of that particular uh song yeah uh, real mellow real oh my god yeah you know yeah reminds you of sitting in a cafe somewhere man yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's that's good gordon man he had that sax man he had his style of playing that you can recognize his playing, man. But uh, man, you know, he he get a ballad, man. He can kill it like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, kill it. Well, here's another sax player I like, man. But you know, he look much different from Dexter Gordon, <laughs> man. This cat is more in the '60s and '70s stuff, man. You know, Gary Botts and New Troop, uh, and a piece called "I Have Known Rivers." inspired by a poem written by Langston Hughes. I'm sure most of you have heard of Langston Hughes. And he wrote a poem about rivers. And we call this song, I've Known Rivers. I have known ancient and the world and a 
Gary Botts, I've Known Rivers, recorded in 1973. Man, that's a jumping song, Larry. Yes, it is. It's, uh, you know, it's in the vein of Coltrane and and um, Farrell. I just hear, like, yeah. you know, their influence on him. Oh, yeah, that's a jumping piece, man. That's a really jumping piece. Uh, let's slow it down a little, man. A little voice is here. Uh, nothing Cold, Stardust. This is an old classic song folks sit back and enjoy Twilight time steals across the meadows of my heart. High up in the sky, the little stars climb, always reminding me that we're apart. like the stardust of yesterday the music of the years gone by 
That's Nadine Cole, Stardust. I figured we'd change it up a little bit here, Larry. What are you doing? Oh, man, that lilting voice of hers is, you know, she's got uh, good genes, man. That's all I can oh, tell you. you got that right. Got <laughs> yeah, she can baby. sing, man. She yeah. can sing, Larry. Yeah. Yeah, man. Man, uh, I got a song for you, brother. This one I'm going to dedicate to you. <laughs> This is uh, Art Pepper with Jimmy Witherspoon, and it's called 40 Blues. It's really over 40 Blues. You know people who get over 40. I've heard about that. Yeah, you passed that bridge <laughs> quite some time ago. <laughs> well, anyway, let's listen to this and have some fun. <laughs> Art Pepper's on it. Make him come up here and sing with me. Jimmy Witherspoon, blues singer. Art Pepper, jazz player. Uh, yes, it has been a long time, Art. Uh, this has nothing to do with you or myself. Uh, as I look around in the audience, I see some people who can relate to the lyrics in this next tune which I hate. I hate the title. I hate every damn thing about this tune, although I wrote it. <laughs> it's called Pass 
40 <laughs> blues. A flat one. Yeah, it's the early 
That's Jimmy Witherspoon with our pepper on the feast called 40 Blues. <laughs> that was <laughs> I know that. We'll leave this alone. Right? Yeah, yeah. We got no comment. No, on no, that. that. No comment. <laughs> no, I don't know what that man's talking, yeah, talking about. about. <laughs> <laughs> hey, folks, man, it's been it's been fun, man. I huh? hope you enjoyed the podcast out there because we did here. Larry, man, it's great always, as always, to have you. Yeah, it's great being here, Val. Yeah. yeah I really enjoyed today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Time goes by, man. And thank you out there for listening, man. Larry, next time, man, next time. Next time. Yeah, and as always, folks, peace and love. Give me a smile and then I'm wrapped up in your magic There's music all around me Crazy music, music that keeps calling me So very close to you Turns me your slave Come and do with me any little thing you want to Anything, baby, just let me get next to you Am I insane or do I really see heaven in your eyes? Bright as stars that shine up above you in the clear blue skies How I worry about you, just can't live my life without you, baby Come here, don't have no 